Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 20 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Becchione. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome to FASD Hope, episode 167. This is a two-part episode. So this is the first part of our two-part episode. I am talking with the amazing Jen Wisdall, COO of FASD United, and this is an important FASD legislation update. We were talking before I hit record, and we need to remind listeners of some very important things. And then we need to inform you of something that's really exciting and how you can help. So Jen, welcome back to FASD Hope. I love being here. (laughs) And I love having you here. Let's and then in a little bit, we're going to be joined by our favorite coach, Rebecca Tallou. But before we uh, talk with Rebecca, we really need to update folks about what's happening with the FASD Respect Act. So Jen, fill us in. Well, it's been a journey, um, like most journeys that are worth anything. Uh, my mom has this saying that the the best trips, the best vacations start out the worst. Um, so we started this year with a lot of optimism because we were... Um, told that uh, the legislation would be coming out very quickly. And the FASD Respect Act, for those of you that don't know, um, is federal legislation that would send funding to states to supply supports and services for people with FASD. Um, We introduced a version of this legislation last legislative session, so last year, and it missed passing by just a smidgen. but uh, we came back bigger, better, stronger this year and um, ha- have been on the path to getting this legislation enacted. Um, there's a countdown clock from uh, e- the beginning of the legislative session. Each legislative session lasts two years and uh, the countdown clock started in January. So we were hoping it would get introduced right away, right off the bat. But the good news is, is that as of today, Um, It has been introduced in the Senate, but not fully introduced in the House. So we're kind of waiting on that piece of news to say, yes, the FASD Respect Act is fully introduced. And here are the bill numbers and let's get going. Because I think there's an impression, and I know I used to feel this way, that legislation is something that somebody else does legislation and bills getting passed and rules being made by our government is something that somebody else does. And I'm here to tell you that no, legislation is something that a quirky mom from Washington state does, that a uh, spunky self-advocate from New York does, that a uh, fiery grandma from Nevada does. Um, Legislation gets passed by people, people like us. And so with the FASD Respect Act getting reintroduced, um, we have an ask. Um, We need you to reach out to your two senators and your one representative, because in every state you have two senators that support the entire state, 
and then one representative or congressperson, congressman, congresswoman that represents your area in the state in Washington, D.C. And we need you to reach out to them and ask them for a meeting to talk about the FASD Respect Act. Now, most people are not born doing this. Most people um, probably don't remember their high school civics class and probably didn't even learn that in their high school civics class. <laughs> so we've got some cheat sheets for you. Um, if you go to the FASD United website, click on the Policy Center. There's a big heading that says FASD Respect Act. Click on there, Individual Advocacy. Click on your state and it will give you exactly what to say who to reach out to, what to say, what to do, how to do it. You can do it your own way if you want to. If you have a better way of doing it, hey, cool, we're not here to boss you around. But if you don't know what you're doing, like most people, um, this is a primer, a way to do it. So um, we're asking you to please reach out to your two senators and one representative, set a meeting to talk about the FASD Respect Act, and then contact us, set a meeting to talk to me, and uh, we'll get a meeting set up so that we can practice for this Zoom call that you'll end up having with your legislators. We'll help you set it up. We'll walk you through it. We'll uh, help you with what you might want to say. And, you know, a lot of people are worried, hey, if I get on a call like that, I'm probably going to cry. Like, there's a lot of emotion built up in this. Hey, guess what? That's okay. It's okay to cry on those calls. We've had people cry. We've had cats and dogs bark. We've had little kids uh, put uh, poo emojis in, in the comments. Um, no matter what, it's happened um, already. So it's okay if it happens to you too when you're reaching out to your two senators and your representative. Um, and I can tell you from personal experience, before I met Jen, I was one of the, I'd like to say, I was one of the beta parents who, uh, with Susan Shepard Carlson and, and just, and the FASD board, I did a call with, and this was, gosh, so this was like early 2021 before mm -hmm. you came on, because you came on in spring 2021. And that's when we had our first episode two years ago. And I remember during my phone call, I just bawled like a baby. And, you know, everybody, it was it was really interesting because the, the board members were like chatting with me. They're like, you're doing great. It's OK. It's OK. You're doing great. And afterwards, you know, they were like, it, you did exactly what you needed to do. You know, and I'm like, I feel like I didn't do anything. And they're like, no, you showed the heart of this bill. So I can share with your, you know, with listeners that sharing your emotion, sharing your heart, sharing your journey is going to be the heartbeat of this bill. And we need you. And I'm excited because I listened last week to the monthly FASD, um, FASD United's monthly phone call. Um, or Zoom call, I should say. And when you see that arrow on that timeline that Jen made about the progress of the bill, I mean, I, I don't think I've seen it closer to where it needs to be. So um, now is the time. I know we keep saying now's the time, now's the time, but it's partially introduced. That is, that's huge. It's it's mm -hmm. like we're we're getting another opportunity to do that. So Jen, let's talk about specific. Okay, so you mentioned obviously contacting your your two senators and your representative. What are some other ways we can help get like just 
the the fuel that this bill needs to to set fire of advocacy. Absolutely. You need to talk about it. You need to talk about it to other people. So many people in the FASD community volunteer in other disability spaces. Um, this is a great time to talk to in those other disability spaces about this bill and why it's important because we also need a list of organizations that support and endorse the FASD Respect Act. And those organizations can sign on to support and endorse the FASD Respect Act through our website. Um, if you click on the policy section, it'll take you right there. And under FASD Respect Act, support from organizations, there's a form they fill out and boom, they're signed up, they're on. Um, it's quick, it's easy, it takes less than a minute, and um, it's, it's incredibly helpful. So that support from organizations are nonprofits, are schools, trade associations, better, um, uh, not better business bureaus, what am I thinking of? Chambers of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce. Yep. Um, medical medical um, organizations. We have a sunglasses company that signed up for it because it's important to them. Businesses, lawyers, massage therapists, you name it. Looking at organizations, businesses signing on because what we need to show is that people support this. So those are the individual calls with your two senators and your rep. Organizations support this. This is the support from organizations. And then we need just widespread knowledge of it. We need FASD to be a buzzword. And it was interesting the other day, I got a call from a media company that was trying to sell us advertising. And they were talking about how, yeah, they've heard a lot of buzz around FASD lately. And I said, well, thank you very much. I'm glad. I'm the person behind that. <laughs> not, not individually, but. Um, I'm one as, of the people behind that. As a team and as a community. Yeah. We want that to be buzzworthy. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, great. But that that's a big piece of it. We'll have um, coming out here soon, a bunch of social media that you can share about it. Um, that's also helpful. You know, we, you were talking about this Senator that you met with on your very first call. And I, I heard about that call as I was oh, getting no. started <laughs> and, uh, you know, in a good way, in, in a positive way. And interestingly enough, we met with that Senator a couple other times and he was one of the key people in getting the FASD respect act as far as it got last go round. Now he's retired. Um, so we have a new Senator taking his place. But, um, you know, we even arranged uh, for a, an FASD flash mob on a Zoom with that senator. Um, if, if it's the one I'm thinking of, um, we arranged for a, an FASD flash mob yeah, with that senator. Um, it's going to be our new hashtag, yeah, FASD, FASD flash, mob. flash mob, right? <laughs> we always, Jen, Jen and I always come up with a hashtag after every time we talk. So that's going to be today's is FASD flash mob. FASD flash mob. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we can do anything you dream up in your state that you think would be helpful in getting the legislation passed. Um, let's say you meet together with a group of parents regularly or, um, you know, you're part of a support group or something like that, and you'd like to let those parents know about the FASD Respect Act, or you'd like to get more information out to this group of families or uh, caregivers that, that you know of, um, let us know. I'll come uh, via Zoom, obviously, and uh, and have a conversation about it. 
Uh, I want to be there speaking with as many people as I possibly can to get them engaged in contacting their legislators to get this going. If you have at least the slightest inkling that you'd like to try it, or, ooh, that sounds scary, but uh, I want to learn a little bit more, this is where we want to give you lots of opportunities to do that. So every Wednesday at noon Eastern, and you can find this on our policy site, um, we have a drop-in call where anybody, anybody on the planet, we've had other people from other countries show up, and that's awesome, uh, can come on and just ask whatever questions they want to in a smaller, kind of more intimate call uh, about advocacy and FASD. So that's every Wednesday, except for the last Wednesday of the month. And the last Wednesday of the month at two o'clock, we have our national policy forum. And that is the big call that Natalie was referring to before, where we invite anyone who's interested in FASD and policy. Um, and even if you're not that interested in policy, join us anyway, <laughs> to join us on this call and hear about where we're at with the RESPECT Act. Here, where um, other states are doing great work by introducing legislation in their state, because you know you have state politics, you have local politics, and then you have federal politics. Uh, what other states are doing in their states to move the needle forward on FASD support and intervention and um, visibility of FASD in our communities. So uh, I really encourage you to join either of those calls. And if that still doesn't work for you, here I'm going into salesperson mode, right? If the, have I got a knife set for you? Have I got a deal? And if you act now, <laughs> exactly for the low, low price of well, nothing. <laughs> you can contact uh, Chris Melfi in our office, and he'll book time to meet with me and meet with Susan Shepard Carlson and talk about what advocacy might look like where you're at. Um, because really, we're here to support you in doing what needs to be done to support the people living with FASD in your community. So that's literally my job. Um, and I feel really lucky that I get to be doing it. So um, I just encourage you to look into it. very fortunate to have you as this, this force of nature in the FASD community, Jen. I mean, I am so excited to hear that this bill that you know we've been talking about for over two years for many years that it's where it's at it's it's updated it's like the 2.0 version it's bipartisan which i think is really important to emphasize this is a bipartisan supported bipartisan sponsored bipartisan authored bill we're getting down to to you know <laughs> the starting line you know as we're talking as we're going to soon be talking to coach you know it, this is like the starting line for this act too so let's quickly i'm going to in our post our in our program notes today i'm going to post um that information that jen mentioned about um contacting um FASG united you and susan shepherd carlson a few weeks ago were in dc just going and talking to people and everything like that. What can you say that can give us hope from those conversations that we're moving forward the way we need to with the FASD Respect Act? Well, first of all, I was lucky enough to get to do that. I think that's pretty cool. And looping back on another comment you made, FASD knows no borders and FASD knows no political party. Um, this really, truly is bipartisan legislation. And we have people from some of the most conservative, some of the most liberal 
um, legislators supporting this legislation and it did support last go round. But yeah, going to DC and it's, it's really a, um, gosh, if you have the opportunity to do it, I, I just can't recommend it enough. Um, what was encouraging was that the legislators, many of them were now hearing about it for the second, third, fourth, and fifth time. <laughs> and they knew it. Um, the legislative aides knew more about the topic than they had ever known before. But additionally, I felt like there was a willingness to learn that wasn't necessarily there in the past. Um, there was a willingness to understand and understand FASD beyond just the prevention language, beyond just preventing, it was also recognizing the people living with FASD. And I thought that was really important, encouraging and exciting. So um, I, I did want to also call out an opportunity uh, in Please. September, uh, starting September 18th through the 21st, is uh, National FASD Impact Week in Washington, D.C. And so during that week, anybody who would like to come can uh, participate in some workshops. We've got uh, some really great workshops coming up on widening the circle for FASD, inviting more people in, and then also a national research briefing where we'll have some of the top researchers in the country coming in to talk about the state of the science. And then last but certainly not least, my most exciting part of the week uh, is a Hill Day. And we are going to take whoever wants to come with us in matching FASD t-shirts up to Capitol Hill and uh, do a Hill Day and start meeting with those legislators and educating them and um, spreading the word about FASD and, and that something needs to be done, more needs to be done to support people living with FASD and to create a better future uh, for people living with FASD. And that's really what we're all about. So um, in inviting everyone to join us for that, you can find information about that on our website as well. And uh, would love to meet whoever can meet us in DC. And if you can't, that's okay, because the vast majority of the legislative work we do is people sitting at home at their kitchen tables in their pajama shirt, pajama pants, and a really nice shirt. Business <laughs> on top, pajama on the bottom. Pajama yeah. on the bottom, exactly. <laughs> You've seen my wardrobe. Um, <laughs> You've seen mine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, absolutely, you can participate even if you can't travel to D.C., and I encourage you to do so. So, and, um, and we will be reporting, we'll be updating, we'll have Jen um, again on FASD Hope to talk about that and, and to give more details as we get closer to September, which we all know is FASD Awareness Month. So um, yeah, so I am so excited to hear about the legislation being partially introduced this week. And I know you said, hopefully it'll be in fully introduced. We're, we're hoping, you know, well, there's been a lot of illness going around between legislative staffers. Right. <laughs> so we are waiting for a key legislative staffer to feel better and be back at work so we can get this, uh, get this legislation kicked off. So, uh, uh, at any and the rate, bright, yeah. The bright spot is that the debt ceiling legislation was passed, so now we can focus on we can this focus legislation. On exactly, yeah. exactly. So we all can like let out our respective breath and just 
And now we can get on to to getting that um, Respect Act where it needs to be. So this is awesome. So Jen, we are going to pause here and we are going to uh, pick up part two of this episode with Coach Rebecca Tallou. So everybody, hold on, hang on, and don't lose hope. Welcome back to FASD Hope. This is the second part of our episode. We just finished speaking with Jen Wisdall about legislation and the important, exciting legislative updates that are happening now. Now's the party time. Now we get to talk with Coach Woo-hoo. Rebecca Toulouse. So Jen, Rebecca, and I are back together again talking about our favorite thing, Run FASD. Coach, welcome back. Thank you. It's so great to be back and so great to see you again and talk to Thank you. Thank you. Jen. Jen and I were like, we were screaming when you came out. We're like, girl. (laughs) So we always like to open our run FASD episodes with a fun question. And I think Jen came up with a good question. So who do we think we run like? Like which cartoon character or which animal or just who do we think we run like? So I I thought this was hilarious. So um, Jen, since you posed the question, do you want to go first? All right. Well, I was thinking cartoon character and um, I'm, I'm thinking clumsy Smurf. <laughs> I have zero coordination and kind of the, the Smurf body, you know, I like to think I'm five foot 10 and a natural redhead in real life, but I'm really not. I want to go with clumsy Smurf. I can move. I just might be falling all over the place. <laughs> and, and, my answer was, I am trying to think I'm dating myself. Like when I was young, I used to love Bugs Bunny. And there was always one character who just went really, really slow. And he even had this music that accompanied him. And I, I would say that. But here in North Carolina, it is turtle crossing season. So this is the time of year when turtles cross the roads. And most of us, I, I would say, if not almost all of us, we have our work gloves in the back of our truck or in the back of our car, and we help those little guys across. And most of the time they're like, you know, some, well, some of the time they're happy and then some of the time they're like mad. They're like, I, I was trying to do this myself. So I, I would say like a North, I'm a North Carolina turtle. It's like, oh. I, I, I really do want somebody to help me, but I want to do it myself. And it's going to take me like, you know, an hour. So. <laughs> And coach, how about you? Oh boy. Um, okay, so oh, cartoon character. Let's see. I think Roadrunner. I know. Well, I was thinking Roadrunner. I am not the fast one I used to be. I'm not. I'm older. But back when I did softball, actually, when I was younger, I got the Speedy Gonzalez Award. And they hand wrote it because I was very quick at running bases. So I guess we can go with that in hopes that this year, um, maybe I could be speedy for my 40s because it's a lot slower than it used to be. But I guess we'll go with Speedy Gonzalez. And he's little, and I am only 5'2", so. I'm 5'2", also. I know. 5'2 is a good good height. I'm happy with it. It is a good height. Jen? I am way taller than that at a whopping five foot five. But like I said, in real life, I'm five foot 10 and a natural redhead. I just play this on TV. 
Oh my goodness. So we have an episode we have to record here. But again, listeners, we always have so much fun. So you you are treated to a few of these episodes uh, throughout the summer until we get to the kickoff of Run FASD. So I'm going to hand the mic to Coach so she can talk about what's happening this year for Run FASD 2023. And then we'll go to Jen with some more deets. So Coach, kick it off. Okay, so um, this is Run Fast 2023. It is the second second year. Third. No, this is our third, third year. year. Oh my god. Okay, guys, that'll have to be edited. Third year, and um, it is again worldwide. We're doing the U.S. We're doing Canada. Um, we're doing people can create teams throughout their um, communities, and um. This year, something exciting that's going on locally with me is that I've joined forces with Sandra Flock and um, her non-for-profit, and we are actually securing a park uh, right near my house, and we're going to do the 5K there. Um, so I'm very excited because that this is the first year we're actually securing a place um, but the actual 5K course, it's the cross-country course, I'm hoping, for Voorheesville. So I'm excited for that. Um, and, yeah, registration started uh, June 1st. So it started a couple days ago. Uh, hopefully people are getting on and registering. Um, I just registered my family. So, um, and I also have um, a newscaster that is going to help me, uh, John Gray, told me that we could work together and help get the word out locally. Nice. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so exciting things. And we know this is such a wonderful 5k because it's virtual, but you can also do in-person groups. You can start in-person groups like, like Sandra and Rebecca. I know there's, um, I think Dr. Christy Petrenko does one up in Rochester. Rochester yeah. Um, I know our friends with Kansas FASD network. Uh, I know they've done one in the past. So let's talk about that. I'm going to pass the mic to Jen. Let's talk about how run fast has grown in the past two years and, and what exciting things we have to look forward to. Uh, run fast really grew from Rebecca's idea and a conversation she had with you on this podcast what was three years that? ago. I know. Um, <laughs> Rebecca was talking with you about how cool it would be to have a run for FASD. And you brought that up with me and I had just kind of started my position with FASD United. And I thought, wow, that's such a cool idea. I want in and I need to get in shape. So that's a really good idea. <laughs> So one of those two things happened and uh, we built, uh, Rebecca built actually, um, this global phenomenon that is run fast. And uh, starting September 9th on FASD Awareness Day, you can walk, run, or roll. It's a, a 5K your way, as Rebecca puts it. And not to put words in your mouth, coach, but uh, this is what you always tell me. Yes. Uh, it's a 5K your way. You can run it in, in, do it any way you want. And we've had people row it. We've had people bike it. We've had people uh, roller skate it. Um, it. It really doesn't matter how you do it. The point is being at, out and active in your community talking about FASD and being visible about FASD in your community. That's kind of the whole point behind it. And so um, there's a couple different ways you can participate. Um, you can register through the website, which is runfasd.org. 
and um, we have uh, multiple registration levels. So let's say you're a family of, I don't know, 10, because families in our community seem to be fairly large. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, register with a full registration packet, which gets you a shirt, a medal, and a, a race tag. Um, or you can just register with the race tag. Let's say you've got a whole bunch of little kids and you don't want them in the uh, race shirts because you know they're gonna outgrow them in two minutes anyway. Um, let's be practical here. You can register with just the race tags or anywhere in between. And um, so it's kind of an exciting thing because Coach really wanted to make this something that was, uh, that people were able to participate in, that cost really wasn't a barrier to people participating in. And I think that's, that's really important. And that it wasn't a barrier to families in our community to participate in. The other way you can participate and a number of our sponsors and other organizations and even just people um, have started creating um, in-person runs. And um, this is where you'll just set a date, a time and a place and put it on the RunFast website that, hey, we're meeting up here to do RunFast and you can run fast together um, because you know, it can feel a little lonely out there doing your virtual 5K all on your own. So uh, if you wanna join up with other people, you can either set up a location to do that on our website or you can find one. Um, I know last year there were like five of them in, in Florida. There was one up in Washington state. Uh, there was one in California that unfortunately got canceled because it was too hot and the smoke was too bad there at the time, but hopefully they'll be doing it again this year. Um, you know, you mentioned Kansas and some other states and a, a couple of them in New York. So it, it's growing from that perspective. And then the third thing you can do is you can uh, fundraise as a team. You can join a fundraising team and join the fundraising challenge because Rebecca is kind enough to allow us to use this as a fundraiser for FASD United to help support the work that we're doing um, uh, at FASD United to raise awareness and support people living with FASD. So um, that's a, a third way you can, you can support. Then last but certainly not least is um, sponsoring. Uh, we have sponsorship levels for Run Fast at a variety of levels. Um, we currently have uh, FASD Hope uh, is uh, one of our, our key, always our key sponsor. Um, Dream, Dream Acres um, out in Kansas. Melissa Jacobus, author of The Accomplice, uh, a book about FASD. Um, the Institute for Health and Recovery uh, slash MassFast. Um, which is uh, an organization supporting people with FASD out of Massachusetts. And then FACETS, um, the, the training organization founded by Diane Melbourne, uh, is, uh, is also a sponsor currently, and we, we hope to be adding more. Um, and those sponsors help make it possible and uh, join us on this journey of, of raising awareness. So it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's something, to, something to do in September um, and something visible to do in September that really um, brings it to our communities. So again, this is year three of this virtual 5K your way. I love that. That's going to be a hashtag. So we're going to make that a hashtag for this episode too. 5K, virtual 5K your way. So Rebecca, you and I back in January of 2021, we had this conversation and we talked about 
what you wanted to do. And your dream not only has come to life and come to fruition, but it's growing and growing. And you are now, we affectionately call you the coach because you are the coach of this virtual 5k and you will always be the coach. And in, in, in my heart, you're, you're like my favorite coach. So let's talk about, um, just what hope do you have for this awesome run fast 2023 and, and how it's grown and just what you want to see this year? So um, this year I was actually driving to um, driving my son to piano and I'm thinking, what do I want for this year? Because, you know, the first year it was about getting the word out there for FASD and awareness. And it's always about awareness, guys, always, every year. Uh, last year, it was about awareness. And then I think it was about uh, community. So this year, I wanted to add um, awareness, community, and then I wanted to add acceptance. I thought, I was thinking acceptance is so important to those with an FASD, um, within their community, with educators, doctors, um, in the school systems, it's just, you know, this is a disability. Um, I have fetal alcohol syndrome. Um, I've accepted it and I've used my acceptance for good. I've used it to become an advocate. And um, accepting things is not always easy. So accepting that there we do have struggles, that we do have a disability, it can be hard, but with the support of family and friends, um, I think the acceptance piece can, can become used for good. Like I use it for advocacy. Um, so yeah, so I just think I want to focus on acceptance because I think through acceptance, we're going to go very far just as communities and as educators and just with FASD in general, I think. Um, yeah, so that is what my focus is for this year, in addition to community and um, awareness and all that other good stuff. I so. have to say that, Jen, I have nothing else to say because coach is a hope takeaway. Coach is a hope takeaway. That right there, coach. I, I, when I hear you and one of the many reasons I love you is because you give me hope. You give me hope through your journey and through your heart and how you want the FASD community and every person in our community to be accepted and loved and supported the way that you are doing for us and for Thank our you. loved members. So Jen, I can't top that. Can you? No, that was a mic drop. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mic drop. We all go yeah. home. So ending on that wonderful hope takeaway of awareness, community, and acceptance of the Run Fast 2023. Jen, one more time. How can people find out about signing up or being a sponsor? They can go to www.runfasd.org. And uh, click anywhere there. It'll walk them right through what they need to do. They can also follow Run Fast. Uh, Rebecca, Rebecca does a lot of great social media for Run Fast. Uh, uh, following the Run Run Fast 
handle on, on Facebook and Instagram. And um, yeah, just, I encourage you to get involved. Um, I, we know uh, registrations are open now. Um, the registration packets will start shipping August 1st. The race starts September 9th. So there's lots of opportunity to get in shape, find the new pair of red running shoes of your dreams. Um, you know, start walking, start running, start biking, start jogging, start, you know, singing the Smurf song as you tra-la-la along, in my case. Um, <laughs> I might be dating myself a little bit there, but... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no time like the present. Get going. So the three of us will have another episode, I'm going to say probably later in the summer, before we, um, before kickoff, obviously, we're going to have another update and we're going to talk about the sponsors and on our FASD Hope episodes, you will be hearing our sponsors in 30 second ads talking about what they're doing, how they're contributing to the FASD community. So if you would like to sponsor, that's one of the many benefits is that you'll have an ad for your organization, for whatever, um, talking about what you're doing in the FASD community. So we will be listing not only those web links, those website links, but we'll also be listing coaches run fast um, social media links. So you can see her, she gives awesome pep talks. I know that I like to watch and, and, and hear what she has to say. Coach, anything you want to wrap up with before we end this episode? Give us a try. Run fast is a great cause and uh, runfast.org. It has everything you need to know. And it is a 5k your way. I did not coin the term. I think Jen did. I think that was Jen. So it's an amazing 5k your way. Um, and I think my youngest son is going to be roller skating it. So if you want to join him roller skating it, um, it's going to be a blast guys. So just check it out. Awesome. So you'll be hearing from the three of us again later on this summer with updates and just reminders and some more motivational and pep talks. So Jen and coach Rebecca, as always, thank you for being on FASD Hope. Thank you, Natalie. All right, Thanks, everybody. Natalie. Make it a great start to your summer, and we'll be catching you soon. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Becchione. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by liking and following FASD Hope anywhere you find your podcasts. Remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.